This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush, and our, he's not a guest, he's family, the one and only Corey M. Coons, one of the best music artists out there. For the past 30 years, Ottawa-based singer-songwriter Corey M. Coons has been performing and recording his signature blends of rootsy rock, his brand of melodic, guitar-driven music, and often intricate introspective lyrics have brought favorable comparisons to icons like Bon Jovi, John Mellencamp, Tom Petty, and even Keith Urban, all of my favorites. Coons has amassed over 170,000 Spotify streams, and he has racked up both the top 20 iTunes Canada single and a number two international iTunes single. This kind of popularity has also made the industry stand up and take notice, as they should. Corey has been nominated for multiple Josie Music Awards and the International Singer-Songwriter Association Awards, and he's won the prestigious Producer's Choice Honors for his work with legendary rock producer Ron Nevinson, who is associated with Heart, Bad Company, Damn Yankees, Survivor, Sticks, and Night Ranger. On October 1, 2021, Corey released the latest chapter in his storied career, his single, Freedom Road, which we opened with tonight, with MTS Records, paints an accurate picture of the current situation at home and abroad that has built up much, much frustration, anger, and confusion in the world. He wants his audience to realize they should be brave and stand up for their beliefs, and he believes that asking God for strength and finding common ground is our way to redemption, and I say amen to that. And I quote, I feel the song talks about never taking freedom and the simple things in life for granted in these current difficult times we are faced with. It also covers the loss of innocence and asking God for healing from above for our journey of faith. Freedom Road was written by Corey, and it features the talents of Mark D. Moore on the guitars and Chris Golden, son of the Oak Ridge Boys, Williams Lee Golden on drums and keys. He produced the track with Moore, who, is, who also mixed and mastered. Corey, welcome, my friend. Again, I'm so excited you were here. Well, thank you so much. What a wonderful introduction, and I'm so happy to be here again talking to you, Yvonne, and hello, Ian. So great to be here with you guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, Corey. How you doing, bud? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. It's on the road again. You know how that goes. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know if he was going to make it. 
I didn't know if he was going to make was, it tonight, uh, Corey, because he said, I don't know if I'm going to have cell service or not. So oh. in the middle in the middle of the song, he pops on. So, yeah, Ian That's has great. joined glad us. You're here. Yeah. I'm glad you're here because I got a chance to listen in with Ed last night, and that was great. Uh, it was great listening to the interview with Ed. You guys were uh, having some fun. It was awesome. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I was uh, a little bit worried about cell service. I actually might pop in and out uh, during the show tonight because we have uh, 50 mile an hour winds, and for some reason it doesn't do well with uh, cell towers and stuff like that. So apologies if I drop out, man. Nothing against you. No problem. Drop, Just glad you're here. He'll, he'll drop back in. So let's catch up since the last time you were here, my friend. You have been popping the charts. You are up for so many nominations and awards. How do you have time to breathe? Oh, geez. Well, thank you very much. That's a nice compliment. Um I don't know. I just kind of take it all in stride and uh, try not to take it too seriously. I'm really honored with the stuff that's been happening and, uh, um, you know, with the awards and some of the nominations that have been coming in at different things at different times. And I'm just, uh, I'm really proud, I think, mostly of the latest song that's been out since last October, as you mentioned, with Freedom Road. I'm really, uh, really proud of that, really happy with the way it turned out, and really, really happy with the support and the the comments and the the positive comments and uh, it's everything to do with it that it's received so far. I'm really, really happy and uh, grateful for that. So, Well, I know our truckers love it down here. Well, I hope so. I mean, um, it's just one of those songs. It's, it's kind of funny because, like I mentioned, it was released in October of last year, and it really had nothing to do with the whole move- movement, you know, that happened and the big movement that happened in Canada at the, uh, you know, the end of January and stuff. And so uh, it was kind of inspired to... Uh, to kind of put another video together for that, you know, just with the people that were mentioning to me that how they they loved the song and it really it really captured a lot of a lot of close feelings for them to do with everything that had been happening over the three or four weeks, you know, with things well, in Canada. So and 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 the thing is, it when you listen, when one really listens to the lyrics of that song, the freedom is is. And you and I touched on this before we went live. The freedom is in allowing God to do what God does. Yeah, you're and so right. Oftentimes we forget that, and we have to look to the higher power, and, uh, and you know, just let you know let God take His course, and uh, He's gonna He's gonna do the best that He can do for all of us. So you know, in, in, in whatever way you look at it, in spiritual form or you know, God the Creator, or God as a power, or whatever whatever belief system you're you you know you that you believe in. I just I believe that uh, there's always something supreme out there that's going to look after us. Absolutely. Now I got a question for you. The Oak Ridge Boys have been around since I was uh, a wee thing. How in the world did you hook up with Chris Golden? Well, first of all, Chris is an amazing uh, entertainer, singer, songwriter, performer. Um, he's played drums with, you know, his his dad's band, the Oak Ridge Boys. He played drums for them for 17 years, traveling with them. He grew up, you know, with, with music around the, the family home and stuff. So I got the chance to meet Chris. Well, I didn't officially meet him. I shouldn't say it that way. When I got 
the chance to attend the 2019 Josie Music Awards, which were held in um, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, at Dollywood. Uh-huh. Um, that, I got to see Chris perform, and he did an acoustic version of his song, Grateful, from his Grateful album that was released, um, I guess it was later that year or the same year. And uh, I was just blown away by the song. And I remember sitting there watching, and, you know, certain lyrics and certain things really touched home for me. Having my daughter and my wife with me there at the time, you know, my daughter was, I think, five at the time. Around that, yeah, five years old when we went down to that. So it was just an amazing experience. And then having listening to him and, you know, getting those feelings from some of the lyrics and, and stuff from that song, I was like, you know, I'm going to remember Chris remember this for quite some time i had always been familiar with the oakridge boys my mom you know bless her heart when she when i was growing up she had oakridge boys cassettes and records and stuff you know around and we would listen to the oakridge boys you know on the country radio station so i knew all about the oakridge boys and stuff and, and then i got to you know realize that chris was son of william lee and stuff so i kept in touch with chris i think i you know i sent up friend request out on Facebook, and as uh, we were traveling home from the uh, the awards that year, he got right back to me and said, oh, cool, this is, you're from Canada, and we got chatting and stuff, and so I kept in touch with him, and uh, as time went on, I knew he did some producing on his own, and he worked with some artists and stuff, and he had his own studio and stuff in, uh, in Hendersonville, so I just sent him a message when we were putting together, actually it was Good Times Gone, was the first song that he helped me out with a little bit, he gave us some mandolin tracks, because we had been in Nashville uh, in February of 2020, um, just kind of before everything went kind of crazy. And uh, we were recording in another studio in Nashville, and then we didn't have time to get him to, to come in and do anything in the studio, but we got a chance to go see him in a small little church uh, outside of Hendersonville. And it was just an amazing experience. Myself and Mark Muir, who you mentioned earlier, my guitar player, we went to this church and saw Chris perform, you know, in just a small little church, and just amazing experience. And very spiritual night for us both. We'll never forget it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, so I got, we got, that's where we got to meet Chris. That that was later, that was like a year after the uh, Josie Music Awards. So, so when we were down there recording, we got to meet Chris that night. When we, it was our last night of recording. We went on the Sunday night. And we just got there 15 minutes late. And we got to check out most of the show. And, and then, of course, he invited us back in. We all sat you know, in the back of the church later and had food with everybody. And he made mention of us being there from Canada and stuff. And it was, it was just a wonderful experience getting to meet him. So we kept in touch. And, when the chance came around after that, we got him to do some mandolin stuff, and you know, by the by the luck of the internet, you can send files and receive files back. So we did it that way, and we implemented the the mandolin stuff into Good Times Gone, which turned out great. And then when I was putting together Freedom Road earlier in um, 2021, you know, we wanted some really nice. Uh, well, I wanted him to play drums, and so that was the first thing we uh, I reached out and asked him to play drums, and he. Did some amazing stuff for that, and then he also sent us some piano and some organ stuff too, as well. So it just made the song really gave it a beautiful spiritual element and uh, some southern vibe in there too. And I think it turned out wonderful. And I'm very, very grateful for Chris too, and thankful that he took part in it. And I'll always be honored that he did that for us. See, and, and everything comes full circle because the Oak Ridge Boys have been around since forever and a day. And now mm-hmm. their their legacy lives on through Chris and Ergo through your music because the tentacles just keep reaching out. This is why I love doing what we do. And Ian can tell you, things build on top of themselves. And by you going to the Josie Awards, 
you saw him, you reached out, he responded, and now there's two great songs out there that you two have collaborated on. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play Good Times Gone in a little bit, but everything happens for a reason. Yeah, you're so right. It sure does. I think so. I mean, everything's meant to be the way it, the way it unfolds. And, you know, just being fortunate for me, being in the right place at the right time and, you know, having earned the nomination, obviously, to get there was a very, very proud moment as well. <clears throat> Excuse me for the Josie Awards. And and also, Chris now is actually doing more music with his family. He's got uh, William Lee Golden and the Goldens now are out doing their own family thing. They just got done their album. I'm sure you're familiar with what they've just released and their cover album of, like, classic songs and stuff. And mm-hmm. they're playing shows together as a family. And so that's wonderful to watch. And, uh, you know, I'm just very, very... So- Thankful that I got the opportunity. Sorry, man. What's that? What's next for you? Well, uh, Yvonne and I were chatting just before we come on the show here. I've actually got a new single I'm working on with my good friend Mark Muir. He's producing again in Cornwall, Ontario. And um, we just uh, got done doing some vocal tracks there a few days ago. So we're really looking forward to that song. And it's going to be completed, I'm hoping, within the next you know month or two. And uh, hopefully get it get it out there for summertime and see what happens. It's a pretty cool song. I'm pretty happy with it. It's uh, you know it's a good sort of melodic rock feel. It's got a bit of some 70s vibe in there, and uh, you know it's guitar driven again. But uh, it's pretty cool. I think I'm hoping it'll uh, I'll gain some more fans maybe and some followers. Well, I'm going to tell you what you you my friend and and I know I said this the last time. I I see you in the not too far flung future. Just you're gonna be just blowing up everything because your your ability to take any song and own it is a rarity in this business. Well, thank you very much. That's a very wonderful comment. I like I said, I just kind of you know take things in stride. I just I do what I do, and the music kind of comes to me, comes through me, and I don't really think about it a whole lot. I try not to anymore. I find, you know, you let the songs take over and let that message sort of control, like let the message come through you sort of thing, and that's kind of how it happens for me. uh, You should be honored, Corey, because like I said last night, I had her locked in the closet, and she fought (laughs) her way out because she knew that she had to talk to Corey tonight, so... You let her out. Well, that's great. We really appreciate that. I was, uh, you know, I'm thankful for that. Well, I, I didn't know if I was going to, you know, I told you before this, I'm in the middle of, of packing up my house and separating it between two new houses. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to even make it back in time, much less be able to talk after dealing with everything I've been dealing with today. We've lost Ian, but I'm sure he'll he'll pop back in when he can find a tower. So he he almost had to do the show tonight and he said, I don't know if I'm going to have self-service and I said, okay, fine. I'll be there. I don't care what I have to do. I'll be there. So it, again, God intervened and I worked out and here we are. Well, that's wonderful. I'm so happy that you made it and uh, so great to be talking with you both again tonight. It was wonderful the last time and I'm just really honored to be back. Thanks for having me. Well, you are welcome. So now what I want to do is 
ladies and gentlemen, before we went live, I was doing some some background on Corey, and I found a song I'd never heard of his before. And I listened to it, and I said, okay, I have to upload this song. Now, y'all should have seen me. I had the studio up. I was already live on the studio. I was waiting for Corey to call in. I was trying to download this piece of music, plus upload it before we all went live, and it worked out. So I want to play his song, Good Times Gone, and then we're going to talk about this song because this, the influence of this song is amazing. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush, whenever he gets sales service again, and our friend, the one and only music artist, Corey M. Coons, and we, we, we will return shortly. If it plays, it may not play. Feel the sweet breeze blow down the lane. Wildwood flowers grow round the bend. It's the life in your days, not the length of our days. And the truth in your ways, when there's nothing.
we are back. That was Good Times Gone by our friend Coriam Coons, who is in the studio with us tonight. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason. And uh, my co-host, Ian Bush, has been able to dial back in. They've got 50-mile-an-hour wind, so he's popping in and out to um, try to try not to be gone because apparently their cell towers can't handle the wind. So welcome back, Ian. Glad safe. you're safe. Do what? Hello. You there? Yeah, I was just saying, be safe. Be safe, Ian. Be safe. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I am here. Uh, I'll be safe. Man, I tell you what, though. We've lost oh. him again. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Corey, before we went live, we were discussing this song. And... I want you to tell our listening audience the the influence and the reason that this song happened because the influence even to this day is still iconic in the world of the faithful as well as his son. So tell the audience yeah. how this came about. Well, if you listen to the song as we just did, um, you get a real reflective sort of vibe from this song, obviously, about kind of going back, you know, to the, to better times and stuff, I think is really what we're, you know, the vibe we're getting from that. And uh, there's a couple of lines in the song that uh, stuck out for me for many years after, you know, everybody's familiar with, you know, Billy Graham. And... Um, I think I was watching a show one time or something of his that was put together like a documentary and it was some old footage of him speaking somewhere. And I remember this line and uh, stuck in my head and I think it kind of evolved into, you know, like part of the verse of the song of mine. And it's, uh, it's the life in your days, not the length of your stay. I'm not sure if exactly that's the way he had said it, but it kind of evolved that way for me and that's how I took it. So it's one of those things, you know, it's, it's it's enjoying and making the most of your time when you're here that's the most important as opposed to, you know, whether you're here for a long time and, uh, you know, how's the old saying go? It's we're here for a good time, not a long time. Another Canadian band of <laughs> the quote <laughs> here. But um, so, yeah, if you look at it that way, it's, you know, it's the life and it's what you make happen. It's what you do with your friends and your family and, and it's what you make of, of everything. Make it the best you can make it while you're here because, you know, we're all here for varying lengths of time, so we do the best we can, right? So that's kind of where that came from. And, and like I said, it's a very reflective song. It's kind of, you know, back to better times, and the world has changed so much in the last couple of years, you know, especially. Now, this song was written just pre before everything kind of went, you know, went crazy. At the end of February, it was recorded in 2020. We were in Nashville. Um, like I mentioned before, my good friend Mark, Mark Muir, who's the amazing guitar player you heard on that, doing the lead stuff, and he's also a very, very well-respected uh, engineer and producer here in, in Ontario, Canada, and a good friend of mine for many years that we traveled and toured with back in the uh, early 90s. And uh, we've just been good friends ever since, and we played... You know, in bands, we've done shows together over the years, and he's recently, in the last, you know, four to five years, kind of come back in 
full throttle and, and helped me out on like the last three recordings. You know, the album Long Road Home in uh, in 2018, and then uh, the EP with uh, with Good Times Gone on it, 33 and a third. That EP we did in Nashville with someone we met there called his name is Ben Travis, who has a studio down there in Nashville. He's amazing to work with, and got to, to meet and work with him too. And we did two songs there, and and a third song went on that EP, which was recorded prior to that with Mark too in his studio here back at home. So. Once again, sharing files, you know, back and forth, and, and doing things that way with the way the way things get created and done these days, and you can do things from different parts of the world and different countries, and, and share with people, and so I think that's kind of I think I covered it with that song, just very uh, very reflective, you know. And as I was, and and like you, that one that 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 one line stuck out with me because. When I went to the the leasing office where I have to lease my lot, but I own my home at this 55-plus community, and I had to go sign the lease paperwork. And I've, I always say that God gives us people when we need them, or he brings people into the life, into our life when they need us. And I was talking to the lady that was that was involved with, with the paperwork, and she had just lost her son last year, and he was 25. And she's going through the normal grieving process. And as I'm listening to that one line, that's exactly what I told her. It's not the amount of time that we are given. It's what we do with it while we have it. Uh, well, bless you for that. That was, yeah, I think you hit the nail right on the head there. It's, that's a sad story. But, I mean, like you said, if you just you do with the time you have and you make the best of it and you you, if you're good to people and you're and you're good to yourself and good to others, I think that that makes a difference. So. Well, I'm going to tell you that that song is is going to be another one of those iconic songs that people will be listening to and singing for a very very long time because it gets better with the ages as we evolve and as time goes on and especially. As people get older and they start reflecting back on their life, what is their legacy? What are they leaving behind? What will people think and say about them when they're no longer here? So like you said, you we want to leave that part of ourselves that when the preacher is preaching over us, he doesn't say, well, he he had a nice red tie. We, we want a little bit more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I think it goes back to something I kind of, when I get asked, you know, if you have some advice for people and stuff in, in the you know music business or whatever, whatever path you're following is, you know, you surround yourself with the right people because there's so many people out there that, you know, you really have to be careful. They're not really in it for the good reasons that you might be in it or maybe not in it for you, they're in it for themselves or whatever it is. So you really need that team of people that you can trust and surrounding yourself with the right you know, the right people who are gonna who are gonna believe in you, I think. So and in turn that makes you believe in yourself. So And and also will help you on your journey and, and we talked about this the last time yeah. we heard that's what this show is all about is helping the people that that we believe in and that we see growing in this industry to to grow more 
to be exposed to places they might not be exposed, like Guyana and South Africa and Turkey and and Italy and and even the Ukraine. Those thank goodness for technology. When you were talking about how you were sending the MPs back and forth, I'm thinking. 10 years ago, even, you would have had to travel to Nashville, or Chris would have had to have traveled to Ottawa, and now we just do it with a flick of a finger. Yeah, it's changed so much. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, there's so much you can do now just being in different places and, and bringing it all together. You know, that brings me to an, another story about uh, when Ian was asking me about stuff that I've got on, you know, things that are coming up for me. There's another artist that I met um at the Josie Music Awards, he's going to be sending me a song. He's got a new project. It's sort of a sort of a worldly type of project song, and he's getting some different singers that uh, have been either nominated or won Josie Music Awards. And he's uh, kind of collecting us together, and he's going to send us a song, and he wants to get our voices all on it together, and in unison maybe in the choruses, and then maybe singing some verse parts and stuff. And so that's another project I'm kind of waiting on, getting some stuff sent to me, and we'll get that all put together by way of the internet and sending wave files back and forth and so that's pretty interesting and how it all works these days and it is a blessing on that you know in that regard that we can do that nowadays especially in the last couple of years the way things have been you know so yeah but there's nothing like getting in a room with people though as far as the original old sort of the old school way there's nothing like doing that and getting the vibe from other people and, and other players you know in my mind and I think if you talk to someone like Chris Golden, he'd probably say the same thing, getting in the same room and just, you know, getting that feel and that vibe of other people around you. Is, nothing beats that. But but obviously we work with what we have and we do what we can do with the technology that we have access to now. So. And and pretty pretty soon, pretty soon, y'all all going to be in that in that studio together and look out, world, here they come. I'm telling you, it's, it's, this is going to happen for you, my friend. You you're gonna be well, able to get in that studio. It, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well I've been getting in the studio with my good friend Mark again and here in Ontario, so we're we're back as far as that goes. We're back doing it, so it's all and good. that works. So let's play tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We are we are doing the uh, Corey Coon Love Fest with his music at his behest. He wanted an upbeat show, and we're going to have an upbeat show. We're having an upbeat show because tonight it's all about Corey and his music. And if you've never heard Corey, and this is your first don't you dare leave this show until we're done because I will hunt you down. But you can find him on YouTube under Corey M. Coons. You can find him on his website. You can find him on Facebook. You can find him probably anywhere. If you Spotify, iTunes, you name it, you can find him there under Corey M. Coons. But don't you dare leave now because we are getting ready to play some more music by my friend and my family, music artist, Corey M. Coons. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason. My co-host, Ian Bush, apparently has gone MIA because I guess the winds just was too much for the towers. And, Corey, he said he would catch you next time. He was so sorry that he was going to miss the rest of the show. But he would get you next time wow. around. That's so, and I'm It sure was so great to have him here. I know, and I'm sure he'll listen in the archives. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's listen one more time to Corey M. Coons, and this time we're leaving.
Running out of reason for the distance in between. 
I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest and friend and family member, Corey M. Coons, music artist. Corey, that song is so haunting. Tell me about it. Oh, well, thank you. Um, yeah, basically, that's your sort of, you know, musician traveling song, you know, one of those things where you're you're away from home and kind of captures that whole element of being a professional in the music industry and traveling. For me, it's kind of more like going to different studios over the last few years, you know, not so much of the touring thing, but at the time when I wrote that song, it was actually a song for when I first started working with Ron Nevison um, back in uh, 2014 when I did my EP that year with him in California. And it was a song that I had written originally and then it didn't end up getting on the EP for that one so I kept it around kind of tweaked it here and there I think I put together an acoustic version of it maybe a little later but then wanted to go back in and re-record everything full full production with all the instruments and stuff and so we ended up going back to Ron I recorded with Mark as I said my friend Mark in Cornwall we tracked a lot of the stuff there but then we sent the final mixed version or sorry final um, recorded versions of the tracks to Ron Nevison, who was in uh, Oregon at the time, still in Oregon now, and uh, he mixed the song for us. So kind of, kind of brought him back into the fold for a song that was originally written for a project that never got done. And then uh, to have Ron mix that song, it just turned out amazing. Ron is a master producer in his own right. If you're not familiar with Ron, like you mentioned, he produced, you know, bands like Survivor and Heart and Bad Company and Led Zeppelin and worked with The Who back in the day. Just a, a classic rock veteran producer, an amazing guy, and uh, it was just wonderful working with him on the two uh, the two albums that I got to do with him, and then having him mix that song. I think it turned out wonderful, and we we're really happy with it. So, well, it's got it's it's one of those songs that stays with you. It'll pop up in your head when you're least expecting it. Maybe somebody says a word or a sentence and all of a sudden that song's going to come dancing in your head and you're not going to be able to get it out. Well, thank you. We do our job right if we can make uh, make an impact like that in writing a song where it's memorable. So that's a that's a very nice compliment. Thank you very much. Well, you know me enough now to know I, don't, I only speak the facts, sir. I just speak the facts. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So You've been in this business over 30 years. That means you've been in this business since I was 40 years old. I am now 70. I have seen the music industry come and go because I was born, I was a a post-World War II baby. I was born in 51 after the war and all the men came back and all the women figured out that they had a life outside of the home, even though there was a lot of guff about it. And and the music changed. The music went from big band sounds to 
heaven forbid, rock and roll, and then it evolved from there. You always had your blues, you always had jazz, and you always had big bands, but then music started evolving. So how has it evolved in the last 30 years? Well, I think for me, I'm almost, in April, I'll be turning 50 myself. So I've been, like I said, doing this semi-professionally and professionally for over 30 years, traveling and, and writing music and recording music and playing shows. And So I think for me, if I can go back to high school or even before that, you know, going from records and albums, you know, pre-high school to cassette tapes and and then to CD. And then, you know, we have your, like, you know, your wave files now and your MP3s and your digital your digital way of, of streaming music, right? So, I mean, that side of things has changed so much. And the genres of music, I think, have changed. I mean, if you think, like, I grew up, you know, 70s and 80s, a lot of influences from those eras in my music. So then you get, you know, fast forward to today where you don't have a lot of that melodic element I find with you know the big harmonies and stuff and I think you've got a lot of you know electronic influence now you got a lot of you know songs where it's it's so so programmable so programmed and maybe so disposable for people nowadays too with the loss of like you know people don't really buy albums so much I mean I think it's kind of making a bit of a comeback I think the album and the vinyl thing and but you think back when you know you would buy music in the old days it was like you just run to the record store to get that new album or that new cassette and see the artwork of it and stuff. And that was all part of it, too. You know, it wasn't just the music sometimes. It was the actual visual of, of like, you know, sort of fantasizing what the what the bands and the music looked like sort of thing. Or, and uh, so that all came into play, too. So there's a lot of visual along with, the, uh, with just the songs, you know. But nowadays, I think it's still, it's a lot of visual with video and the way things are. But it's so disposable in that you just move on so fast. Like you click on something now online, it's like, okay, that's done. Now on to the next. It's so fast. Nothing seems to to be, um, it just doesn't stick around as long. and It makes a different impact. It doesn't seem to last as long, the impact, as it used to, you know. Bands would come out, promote their album. They'd tour for a year, whatever it was, sometimes longer, you know, and promote things. And nowadays it's just like boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah, this guy's got a single out. And then like a month later, oh, here's another single. Bang, you know. I'm a little more old school. I like to take my time and you know, I've been releasing singles a little more lately than albums, which is kind of where I'm at too, but I still love love putting out either like, you know, eight or ten song album or something, or even just an EP of three to five songs. It's nice to have that to put out mm-hmm. there. But the way things have been going the way things have been going in the last two years especially, it's been near impossible to do that, to make that happen and like we were saying before, get everybody in the same room to get even the start of a project together and then so it ends up being sort of singles right now. So it's changed a lot, you know. Do you think that because technology is what it is, that the industry o- over the whole has begun to lose the depth that it once had, again, with the harmonies and the melodies and the real instruments and the backup singers and being in studios and coming together as a unit, do you think we've lost that that depth and and that ability for us to sit in a chair and sit back, just enjoy the music 
and let it, because you would think that I owned a record store because I'm all about albums and 45s. I have boobs. I have so many, I don't even have them all packed yet to move and still looking for more. But there was something about that album, holding that record in your hand, like you say, seeing that cover, reading about the, the artist, and then listening to the music. It had a different feel to it. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. I think there is some of that depth that gets lost. I mean, like I mentioned, it's it's more disposable. It's it's such a quick turnaround anymore. I think we, we do lose that. And, you know, I think you can still enjoy the music. I mean, obviously, it's always going to be about the music more than anything. And, you know, the message that's there with music and... Um, I think you can still enjoy it, but I think it's a different way of enjoying it, like you said. And to sit back and to think about the depth of how it all got done, that's kind of gotten dis- or that's kind of disappeared. That's kind of gotten lost. I think when you think about the way music is is created these days. But uh-huh. I do see people, like I said, if you talk about like the Oak Ridge Boys or, or Chris Golden and the way things getting back with their families and doing that, I think you do still see a lot of that happening. I think it's becoming more about smaller communities, maybe even in music, you know, as in life sort of thing, smaller communities of people getting together and doing things on a smaller level, but it's more personable. So it's not like, you know, it doesn't turn out like, you know, maybe the big bombastic way it used to be with, you know, the releases and the bands and the stuff, but maybe it's more of a personal level and maybe that's, maybe that's the higher power, or, you know, the spirit or God telling us that we need to kind of get back to that simple way of life again, even in music, like in family, and take the important things and do it, make it uh, make it meaningful, you know? That's an excellent point. It's time to, like you said, it's time to slow down, put our life back in the priority that, that it should be. And when we do that, things seem to fall into place. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree for sure. And, and speaking of falling into place, you know, if we've got, we're, we're almost at the seven minute mark, but you know that, that I cannot go the rest of the night without asking how that beautiful, 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 beautiful wee one is. Well, she's doing wonderful. She had a great day out today with, uh, with my wife and, uh, some other family of theirs. They got a good day out shopping today because we homeschooled Charlie. So we did some schooling in the morning. And they got to uh, get out this afternoon for a few hours, quite a few hours, and a big shopping run there. And so she's tuckered out right now. She's asleep on the couch, and she kind of <laughs> uh, enjoyed herself immensely with her cousin and, uh, and some family members. Her grandmother and stuff was there too. So yeah, so I think she uh, she's doing well. Thanks for asking. She's always a big part of everything that's going on around here. Because like I said, she's at home with me a lot with homeschooling and. She got out and performed with me there uh, in December near Toronto. We took a drive up to a to a, um, a venue up there in Toronto, and we did some Christmas some Christmas music in the set that I played, and we got some footage of that. So I think I posted some stuff on Facebook. Yes, you did. In December, so she joined me for that, and she gets to do her thing, and so we had a good time with that, and try to get her involved as much as we can. She's very artsy. She's always uh, creating around home, whether it's drawing and coloring or making pictures or, you know, she she does a lot of little video editing now on her own, on her tablet. She's always, like, putting little 
Beanie Boo movies together now with her. She's got tons of these Beanie Boo, um, you know, stuffy animals. <laughs> so she's wow. doing Good something for creative. Her. I love yeah, it. Yeah, we, uh, we're busy, so we're very, very now, fortunate. Yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Corey has a song out, and it's called Eyes of Blue. We played this song the first time he was on the show, and the inspiration for that song is Charlie. And no, you can't go listen to the song now. You have to wait till after the show is over. And there is a video called that he put out called Eyes of Blue, and and I wanted to throw that out there because that video still inspires me. It is one of the most beautiful videos I have ever. I could watch that thing every day and find something new in it. Well, thank you. That was uh, she was two years old on her birthday when I finished that up with the video. That was kind of a little birthday present for her. We put that together for her second birthday, so she's turning eight now at the end of, it's or in the middle of April, she's coming up, so so that's put crazy. Brick, put a brick on that child's head. She can't get any older. I know. We say that all of the time, exactly the same thing you just said we told her, you know, but it just doesn't work that way. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be in college tomorrow. But, Oh, please don't. No. <laughs> I know. I, I wait till the boys come knocking on the door now. That's really going to break your heart. I know. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll not think about that right now. But No, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing what she You'll have You'll have to do, do a song about like. that. Oh, you, well, you'll have to do yeah. a song about her first day. You know that, right? Yeah. Well, we'll deal with that when that comes. <laughs> So we now have reached our five-minute mark, and I'm going to ask you, and I know what the answer is, but I have to to let the audience know because I know they're all sitting on the edge of their seat. Would you be willing to come back on this show, my friend? Absolutely. I'd love it. I think that's wonderful. I really appreciate you uh, having me on these two times now, and I would be so honored to come back. For sure. Well, you're, you're family. You're no longer a stranger or just a guest. You are now family. So the door is always open. If you have a free night or get ready to release it. And we know we're going to launch the new song on here. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's not launching tonight. He'll let us know. And <laughs> it's not a night that we would normally do a show. All you got to do is say, Yvonne, can we do a show on such and such a night? And Yvonne will say, of course. If I'm in town, we'll do it. So... You know, you're that kind of person well, in my life. Oh, uh, well, thank you. It's so awesome. It really does feel like family here, and I'm really, really glad to be a part of the family and coming on. And yeah, whenever the new single gets ready to go, I will definitely reach out and keep uh, keep in touch with me for sure. And uh, I'd love to come back on and we can talk about that and hopefully, I've... hopefully, some more positive things in our uh, in our respective countries in the world can things can turn around a little more in the next uh, few months again. But you know, we'll see. Prayer does wonders. God's got a plan. And this is what I say often. And these are my words of wisdom tonight, ladies and gentlemen. God is in complete control of everything. And and I told this to my girlfriend. We were discussing this. And I said, God, we are in control of nothing. And, and God is in control of everything. We're not even sometimes in control of our bodily functions. God is in control. So if he controls that, he can control the world, right? Definitely. <laughs> so what are your words of wisdom my friend oh i think it's just well you you said a lot right there i mean just uh you know, let's keep on keeping on if it uh doesn't sound too cliche you know 
And uh, as I mentioned before, make sure we've got uh, the right people around us and uh, keep those important people in our lives and the people that mean the most to us because in the end, that's what we need. That's what we got to have. we got to have that stability. And, uh, Absolutely. Balance. Family, family balance. And this is family in here and uh, our, our, our home families. We all have to keep it together. And, and balance is the key, ladies and gentlemen. Just like Corey said, balance is the absolute key in your life. Your job should never take precedence over your family or your God. There's a balance for a reason. When things are in balance, there's no stress, there's no worry, there's there's no angst. Am I right, Corey? Definitely. Your life should take precedence over everything, and that includes personal health choices, if we're talking about some stuff that's been happening in this world and and all the coercion and stuff going on. I mean, that's just, to me, that's garbage. I think we need to look after our, our human body and our, our thoughts and our positive mental state and all that stuff. So, like you said, put it in the hands of God and, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be okay. Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, go look at Corey's videos. Oh, and Corey is going to be live Real quick, tell them where you're going to be live, Corey. Yes, I'm going to be in the town of Keene, Ontario, which is uh, kind of Toronto area, not quite as far as Toronto from where I am here, but uh, the Keene Arts Centre. I'm doing an acoustic show there starting at 7 p.m. this coming Saturday, April 2nd. And my good buddy Kevin Amon is coming. He's my percussion player and good friend for many years, too. He's going to be playing his cajon drum. And uh, we're going to have some fun. We're going to uh, play some original songs and and maybe get into some other stuff. And, yeah, we're going to enjoy it. And it's going to be my first show out for this new year. So, Yay! And many more to come, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're in that area this Saturday night at 7 o'clock, go in. It's a small venue, so you want to get there early because you don't want to be stuck outside trying to get inside with Corey playing because you do not want to miss his show. If he would ever come to Florida, I'd stand in line to get a ticket for this young man. So, Corey, thank you, my friend, so much. You know when I put this show up in archives, I'll tag you in it. I want you to put it on all your social media. I will definitely. Thank you so much for having me once again. It's been a real pleasure. You are wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, we will not have a show next week. I will be moving, so we're going to be off the air unless Ian comes in and pulls some people in. So until we join you again, go check out Corey, and we will see you on the flip side. This is Yvonne Mason with Off the Chain saying good night. Good night, Corey, my friend. Good night. Thank you so much. Good night, everyone. You're welcome.